Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back. It's great to have you here again. I mean, can you believe we're already in December? I mean, how crazy is that, right? We got like a few more weeks before the year is coming to an end. So one thing I would like to talk to you about today is actually very, very important to your business growth, to making things a lot easier when it comes to attracting clients, which is really creating content. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how to consistently come up with content that will get you noticed. Now, I got to ask you this though. Have you ever sat there and tried to come up with content and you had no idea or you were just so frustrated because <laughs> you, no matter how much you tried to create content, it wasn't flowing. You didn't really know how to create content, what to create, what to talk about or any of those things. Well, you're not alone with this. Actually, there are so many entrepreneurs, they're not doing enough content. They're only doing it sporadically or they just, you know, it, it's not an effective strategy. So in today's episode, I would like to talk to you a little bit more about, you know, putting a strategy in place because as you probably have heard, content is king. And the challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs are really struggling with, and I've been there too, is to how do you consistently come up with content that will actually get you noticed, that will allow you to draw people to you, that will attract people to you, you know, your ideal clients. So that is really the biggest, biggest challenge that I have uh, have seen with clients, with, you know, entrepreneurs in general, and also, you know, myself, because it's, it's not just about creating content once every blue moon. It's about creating content consistently, finding that strategy that really works for you. And when it comes to content, I mean, you can create content in so many different ways that can be quite overwhelming. You may have tried different things and nothing really has fit all that great. And you were not really consistent with that. So today I really want to talk a little bit more about that, like how can you really get started with that, you know, why is content so important, how do you get started with it, and you know, all of those different things that can really help you create the content, even I want to touch on how to overcome creator's block, because for next year, and I mean, I don't know if you've already created your plan for next year, I mean, I hope you did, because now is really the best time to sit down and to make a plan for 2020. 
because you've got to have somewhat of a plan of what it is that you want to do from your marketing strategies to your content strategies, client acquisition, like all of those different things, even your projects and your different things you want to create. You've got to have somewhat of a plan so you know as soon as January 1st hits, you know, okay, this is what I'm planning to do this year. You may even want to think about your income goal for each month. But, you know, this is not really the topic for today, but I just want to throw that out there because now is really the best time to sit down and make that plan and knowing what kind of content strategy you want to use next year is going to be really beneficial as you're planning your year ahead so let's start out with like why is content really so important well like I mentioned you know you heard it before content is really king and the reason why is because it will allow you to attract your soul tribe to you it allows you to build up that know like and trust factor now taking a step back here first of all before you can really start any content strategy you've got to know who is your idea client and I always bring this up because this is really the most important thing and I hear so many people say that oh I work with anyone that needs my help which is really admirable but the problem is when it comes to content when it comes to creating programs offers and those type of things you have to know who is your idea client what problems are they are they facing or what challenges are they having what answers are they looking for and those type of things because your content will help them then relate to you it will then draw them to you because through your content you will then attract the right people to you but if you don't really know what who your ideal client is what their problems are what their challenges are you're not going to be able to create content and if you're really stuck in I don't know what content to create it may just be that you're not really sure who is your ideal client what are their challenges what are their problems so you've got to know that because your content will be that outlet that will then attract people to you you right so it will draw people to you when they see your content they will get to know you they start maybe liking you if you know if they continuously looking at your content consuming your content they start liking you they're going they're going to start liking your style the things that you say they're going to start trusting you more because as they see you really creating powerful content valuable content and not just as no fluff no strategy no tips no strategy really just this no fluff kind of content you know once they're seeing that you really care about giving them solutions, helping them out, providing value to them, then they're going to start trusting you more as well. And of course, your content also allows you to position yourself as that expert, as that leader, as that go-to person in your niche, in your industry. You also become more visible and then notice because the more consistent you can be about your content strategy, and I share with you different ways that you can that you can do that. But if you consistently create valuable content, it not only attracts people to you, but you also become visible. And that is the most important thing because if no one knows who you are, you can't attract people to you, right? So your content will allow you to become visible and also noticed. It will showcase your knowledge and it also builds up that credibility because if you really focus on creating that powerful content, really sharing tips, giving advice, giving your best, then people will get to know, like, and trust you. And then it really builds up that credibility. It also builds up that expert status because then people will understand, okay, you are an expert in this, this, and this. 
because it they go by your content. So if you talk about, let's say, weight loss and then business and then a mindset, it is very confusing. So that's why it's so important that you have a niche because then you can talk about weight loss mindset and, and business as it relates to that niche. So let's say you work with uh, your, your ideal clients are people that are in weight loss or in health and wellness. You can combine your different topics, your different categories, but targeting it to your start target market. So for example, my ideal clients are the spiritual community, the coaches, the healers, the light workers. Now, I do talk about the spiritual aspects, the mindset aspects, and the business aspects. So there are three different categories, but they're all geared towards my target audience, the healers, the coaches, the light workers, the spiritual community. Because my focus, like, because I mean, I can talk about mindset about all kinds of different areas, but I specifically talk about the mindset around business, about abundance, success, personal growth, those type of things as it relates to entrepreneurs. So if you have to, different categories that you want to talk about, you can do that, but you still should focus on your tribe, your target audience, because every target audience has different problems, has different challenges, has different things they want to accomplish. So you should still know who is your target audience, your your tribe, right? And then the topics you talk about, even though it can be different categories, still should aim towards targeting that one tribe, that one category of people. When it comes to content, you really want to tailor it towards your target audience. Make it niche specific. So that is why it's really so important that you have that niche. Okay. So next point is how do you really get started with a content strategy? So if you don't have a plan in place for content of consistently creating valuable content, you want to start out with really creating a plan. So if whatever you're doing right now is sporadic, where you post here and there, you create something here and there, that's not very consistent. So you really want to create something, create a plan. So first of all, like I just mentioned, you've got to know your tribe. Who is it that you're here to serve? Know their challenges, their pain points, the transformation they're seeking, and also some of the questions that they have that they want answers to. Then what you can do is you can make a list of different topics, even different categories. So like I mentioned earlier, I focus on business, mindset, and spirituality as it relates to my target audience. So if you have different categories you would like to talk about, what you can do is have a Word document. I have a Word document that it's like an open document that I keep adding different topics to that or different ideas. So what you can do, so let's say you do have different categories. You open up a document, you write the different categories. Under each category, you can then brainstorm different ideas, like topic ideas for each category. So you can have you know different topics for, let's say, money mindset, health and wellness, those type of different things. So you list all the different topic ideas that you can think of. Now, if you're not really sure what kind of topics to talk about or what to create content around, you can actually look through different sources. There are so many podcasts that you can look at, your blog posts, through social media, even you can get ideas through books. And it's just to get ideas. So don't copy them. So if you go onto a podcast and you like someone talking about a specific topic, don't copy them. Okay, it's all for getting ideas. So one of the things that I like to do is I go on YouTube, I go look at different podcasts, people that you know are somewhat in the same industry as I am, 
and I look at, okay, what are they talking about? And ideally, if you can find experts that are already very successful, they are already influencers in the industry, you can model them, like I said, not copying, but model them because they've done the research. So it's a shortcut for you. So if you find someone that talks about abundance and different areas of abundance, you can model what topics around abundance are they talking about, right? And then you put that on your list. Like I said, not copying, just modeling, getting the idea. So you also don't want to use their headline for their topic. So let's say it's a podcast. You don't want to use the exact same headline or title. You want to tweak it to make it your own, but it gives you ideas of what do other people talk about. And you also want to look at the more recent ones. So not look at categories or podcasts from like five years ago, because that's outdated. So you want to stay up to date with what do people want right now? So when you look at those different sources from podcasts, blogs, even through social media, if you're on social media, let's say Facebook, there's so many different groups. If you go in there and you kind of pay attention, what do people talk about? What questions do they ask? What advice are they looking for? That can give you a lot of ideas of what you can create, even through books. As I read different books, I then use ideas that I can talk about on, you know, on the show or even in blog posts and articles and those type of things. So you can get ideas from so many different sources, even magazines. I mean, there are different things all over the place. Also, your life, the things that you're experiencing in your life can also be great ideas that you can talk about. There are so many ways that you can get ideas. But like I said, don't copy anyone, just get ideas and then put it into your own words. And like I said, use a Word document and have it as an open document, a living document where you can always add to it. I know my document, I think it's like 30 pages long already because I kept adding to that over the, I started this, I think about three years ago when I first started, or like two years, I think. I keep adding different topics to that because you always create different content. And it's not just from, you know, for me, podcasts right now, but blogs, articles, social media posts, so many different things. And if you're really stuck and not really sure what to write about, that's a great resource. This open document is a great resource for you where you never run out of ideas. So to get started with your content strategy, now we got the basics down of like how to come up with some ideas. Now, what I would suggest is you want to brainstorm different ways to create content. So you want to make a list of all the things that you're doing right now that relates to creating content. Then you may want to write down all the things that you have heard other people talk about that you consider doing, that other people are doing. So it can be from blogging, videos, creating videos on YouTube. You can do podcasts. You can do social media posts. You can do live streams. You can do interviewing people. There are so many different ways that you can create content. You want to write, like really write down everything that you're doing right now as it relates to content creation, everything that you had thought about, considered, not, we're not really sure about, things that you have learned, things that you see other people do. Really just make a long list of everything that you can think of. List every strategy. But then what you want to do is you want to tune into your heart and find the ones that feels feels right. Even if you are doing certain content strategies right now, you want to tune into those as well to check in with yourself. Do you really like this strategy? 
Do you really want to do this? Is this a strategy that feels right right now? Even if you do content creation, you may want to then tune in to see, is this really what you want? Did you choose the strategy for the right reason? Is it something that feels right right now? Or maybe put on hold and do something different. It's really any strategy that you're doing. And I've talked about this many times before. It's all about what feels right. Because if you're starting a strategy because you think it's the right thing, or maybe someone told you this is what you need to do, but you're not quite, you know, on on the same page with the strategy, you may not want to do this because then it will turn into more of a job, something that you have to do, you really don't like it, and then you are in a completely different energy and you may not want to do that. But I mean, sometimes it's okay to try something to see that if you're not liking something, right? So, but it's really, you want to choose a strategy that really feels good to you so you can stick with it because that's really the most important thing. So once you have your ideas of all the different topics that are all different ways of creating content and you decide which ones you want to do, and I highly recommend don't do too many at once. One, maybe two or maybe three, you know, but it shouldn't be three big ones. So let's say, for example, my podcast is one big one, but then I also do articles for this that I post onto, uh, well, one turns into a blog and one turns into an article on LinkedIn all to drive traffic back to my episodes. But the thing is, you see, my podcast is the big thing because I have to create the episodes and do the outlining, the editing, the recording, and all of that stuff. So that's the big piece of my content. Then the blog and then the emails that go with it, they are the smaller ones. They're the smaller, they don't take as much effort and time as creating an episode, even and even posting on social media. So you want to find strategies that you can have multiple different ones. So you want to really check in with yourself. Don't do too many strategies that take a whole lot of effort. You want to have one strategy that takes more effort, and then the other ones are more on the smaller scale because you don't want to overwhelm yourself either. But what you want to do then is you want to make a plan, and then you want to stick with it. So let's say you do decide you want to do a podcast. You want to think about how many times do you want to do this? How many episodes do you want to release? But then you also want to keep in mind the all the effort that goes into creating an episode, right? So even if it's not podcast, let's say you want to do videos, you want to check in with yourself as well. How much time is it going to take me to do this strategy? Do I want to do daily or do, you, do I just want to do once a week or twice a week or maybe three times a week? You really want to look at all the stuff that's involved in your strategy and then make a plan that fits you, that feels right to you, because you don't want to overwhelm yourself either. Because it's a lot easier to start something on a lower level and then work your way up. So let's say you start a podcast with just one episode each week, and then you realize, hey, that's not too much. I can actually do more than that. Then you can maybe go to doing two episodes each week. It's always easier to scale up but it's never good to scale down. So if you're starting a podcast or a videos where you do daily and then you realize, oh my God, that's too much. I need to scale it down. Once you do that for a little while, people get used to that schedule. They get used to seeing your videos or your podcast every single day or as many times as you're doing it. But then when you're scaling back before it really has kicked in, you confuse people. I mean, yes, if you're doing a podcast or videos for like a year, then you realize, okay, now since my business is growing, I need to scale back. That's something completely different. But when you're just starting out your strategy, 
and you're starting it out with too many episodes or too many videos or too many blog posts or whatnot, and then you realize it's too much and you're trying to scale down, you are going to confuse people. So start a strategy that feels right, that is really the right number of times you're going to create this content because you want to do that every single week. That's the key. You want to do it every single week. Now, there is a really a key to your content strategy. You want to keep your soul tribe in mind. For example, if you haven't done any social media yet and you want to go on social media, you want to think about where is your tribe? How can you best reach your tribe? Where are they? How do they like to consume content? If your tribe, for example, prefers videos over written, then you may want to find a way that you can provide a spoken content, whether it is video or podcast, audio, whatnot. Uh, but you want to know how do they like to consume the content. And then, like I said, you want to make a plan, commit to the, to the plan, stick with it, and then tweak as you're going along. Improve it consistently and just see what works. So what you can do is once you start creating different content, right? So you create content on a consistent basis. Then you want to check the numbers to see what do people like. What topics that you're creating are more preferred than others? Where do you get more engagement? You want to focus on what people want. So that's why when you first start out, you really want to check in with the content, the reaction you get from people listening or tuning in, engaging with your content, because then you want to focus on the things that people want. Okay. So like I said, it goes really back to creating a plan, making a plan, committing to it, and really sticking with it and tweaking it and improving it as you go along. And if you're really stuck with writer's block or content creation block. I did share with you a lot of great tips that you can use, that you can go back to, that can help you overcome creator's block. One thing you can do is look at what other people are doing. Look at your fellow entrepreneurs to get ideas from that. I mentioned earlier, there's so many different sources where you can get ideas from, from podcasts to blog posts, different books and those type of things. So you want to then really go with what feels right to you. But you can get ideas, so it's not like that you have to come up with everything yourself, and especially if you are in this whole creator's block, you're not going to be able to come up with great content, right? So look at what other people are doing. You can even ask your clients, or when you're working with clients, you can pay attention to like, what are some of the questions that they always ask? Because if it's like the same question that keeps coming up, you can create content around that. So you can survey your, your, your tribe as well on social media. You can survey them. Like, what is it that you guys are looking for? There are so many ways that you can actually get content ideas that you won't ever feel stuck. But like I said, one thing that I realized for myself was that, because I always ask, like, how do you come up with this content? There's this one uh, expert that I had followed for a very long time. He does daily emails. And I was like, how do you come up with all this content? Like, how can you come up with every day an email that you can send out? And one of the thing, biggest things that he also shared with me is you have to know who's your idea client. Because once you really know who your idea client is, what their challenges are, what are the questions that are really going on in their mind, you don't ever have a problem with coming up with, with content because you just give what people are looking for. You know what, they're, what their challenges are, what they're looking for, and you just give it to them. 
But like I said, you've got to know who it is. And then like I said, you know, you can ask clients, you can ask your tribe, you can go online, find different resources. There's so much out there. But the one thing I really want you to understand is that don't push yourself. So when you're in trying to create content and all of a sudden you're feeling very resistant, like you're trying to write a blog post or creating something and you're just like, you're, you're, you know you're trying too hard. That means you're in resistance. What you want to do at that point is you just want to take a step back. Maybe do something different for five minutes or 10 minutes or just leave it for that entire day. Don't work on the whole content at that time and just go do something else because you don't want to create content until you're really in the flow because when you stop resisting, everything just flows. You may even want to maybe meditate to really put your ego on timeout because that also opens you up for inspiration. Now, another thing you can do is you can do something creative, something that doesn't have anything to do with your content, but do something creative, whether it is if you like graphic design like me, you can do something like that, or you can write something, you can you can do something that has nothing to do with your content. And then it, it kickstarts your creative side, and then you can go back to it. But the big thing is when you're noticing you're in resistance, don't create content, because if you're in resistance, the content that you're creating is not going to be very effective. And, you know, people can feel the energy that you're putting into it. So don't create content if you're in a bad mood or when you're having a bad day or when things are just simply not flowing. Don't force it because when you're forcing it, that just simply means that you're resisting it. So take a step back, take a break, and then get back to it when your mind is calm, when you're feeling aligned again, when you're feeling centered, and then try again. And if at that point it's still not working, wait until the next day. I would like to share with you real quick a couple of content creation best practices because there's so many different things that can help you create content more effectively. So the first thing that I suggest is batch your content creation. It's so much easier because when you start writing, so for me, I noticed for myself when I start writing the blog post or the article for my content, I need to be in the writing mode. So when I, after I recorded it, I take them time to do the batching of the writing because once I start writing, I'm in the flow. I wouldn't want to then stop, record another episode because it's a different flow that you're in. When you're in flow of speaking and recording, you don't want to stop mid in the middle and then do something else because it's a different kind of creative flow. You may really then trip yourself up because it's just a different flow. Now, another thing is work ahead. When you have a good day, get as much done as you can. So really work ahead because then when you're when something happens and you just don't have the time to get your content out, if you have created a stuff ahead of time, you it doesn't matter if you're having a bad day or if something comes up because everything is already done. Everything is already created so you don't have to worry about that. So working ahead, like a week or two weeks even ahead or maybe even longer if you want. It, it all depends. I mean, if you're doing a lot of social media posting, you can actually create your entire content for two, three, four weeks at a time. So you want to work ahead because it really takes the pressure off of you if you, because if you wait until last minute, like, oh my God, now I got to create content. I don't know. Oh my God. You're freaking out. And then you're in such resistant mode that you end up not creating anything. And then as you're working ahead, then you want to schedule your content as well. Automate as much as you possibly can. You can automate your 
social media posts like you can use Hootsuite or I like to use Promo Republic. That's actually, they also give you great images and ideas actually. So if you're really struggling with ideas, I highly recommend Promo Republic but they actually give you a lot of ideas as well. They give you images, so you don't have to go buy different images. So there are images in there with text. So it's kind of like Canva, but with even ideas for content. So really a powerful platform. But if you can schedule your content, that also makes things so much easier and it also stays consistent. Another thing, be organized because as you're creating content, you are going to have so much content and if you're not organized with your images, the text and all these different things, it's going to be very difficult. The thing is you want to be as organized as possible because guess what? If you're ever really stuck with the content and you really don't know what to create, go back to what you created about a year ago. You can reuse that stuff. You don't have to always create new content. You also can repurpose your content as well. That's also best practice because when you create, let's say, a blog post, you can turn that blog post into a video, into an audio, or the other way around. There are so many different things where you can repurpose your content. So it's not like you have to have original content for everything that you're creating. You can repurpose. So much powerful and less time-consuming as well. And you always want to have your resources handy, your, your list of podcasts that you can look at, the blog sites, you know, really those, those resources for inspiration. So whenever you do get stuck with, I don't know what to create, look at those resources. So have those handy. Another important piece is you have to schedule time for creative time. Put it on your calendar. Block out time each week or each day or a couple of times a week where you only focus on content creation. You're not going to schedule any client calls or meet and greet calls or do anything else. No, during that time, that time is really set for your content creation. That is so very important because if you don't make it a time and also make it a must, that's the other thing. You have to make your content creation time a must or just content creation. You have to make it a must. Not like, oh, when I get to it, you have to make it a must. I noticed once I started scheduling it on my calendar, I'm really blocking that out where no one can schedule time on my calendar during that time. And I really take time those days. I have three different days where I focus on content creation. No, actually four days. Monday afternoon, Wednesday morning, Friday afternoon, and then Saturday. My entire day Saturday is all just for content creation. Because the thing is, if you don't make the time, if you don't schedule the time in your calendar, then something can, can, can come up and then all of a sudden you don't have time to create your content. Then you're struggling with, oh God, I got to create content. So like I said, batch your content, work ahead, schedule your content, be organized, schedule time in your, in your calendar for creative time, and make it a must. These are really the best practices for content creation. Okay, so that was quite a lot, I know. <laughs> I hope I didn't overwhelm you, but, you know, moving forward, you know, I just want you to know that content creation is really important, and you should make this a must strategy in order to become visible, in order to build trust with your tribe, to give them an opportunity to get to know you better. And also it helps you build your credibility. So if you haven't done any content creation yet, I highly recommend consider this. 
because if you don't do any content, if you don't put yourself out there, like in one of the previous episodes, I talked about having the passive way of attracting clients and the active way. The passive way is content creation. Because you have to put yourself out there. You have to become known. But first, you have to become seen in order to become known, right? So this is really important to build your business, to build that credibility. And also, the more you put yourself out there, a lot of people are going to see your content. And eventually, people are going to reach out to you, asking you to be a guest on their show, to be a guest on their summit, to come speak at their event, or something like that. But if you're that hidden gem that no one knows about, no one can come to you, right? So make content creation really part of your business growth strategy because it's going to be really beneficial for you. And also, if you don't do any content content marketing or content strategy, then you won't reach those you are meant to reach. I mean, there's so many people out there just waiting to come across you, right? So you got to go out there because it also then helps you attract your clients to you rather than you doing all this, going out there, chasing after clients, chasing after people and whatnot. So by content creation, like I said, I talked about this in the in one of the previous episodes about getting clients that will then allow you to, if you're leveraging both the passive and the active way of growing your business, that can then help you grow your business tremendously. So next step, I would suggest is really brainstorm about all the strategies that you're doing right now that you thought about doing, that you've heard other people talk about or seen other people uh, do, and really anything that you can think of as it relates to creating content. And if you want some more ideas about content creation, there's some previous episodes about that as well. So you can tune into that. But then once you have your list of ideas, get out of your head, tune into your heart, and then tune into each strategy and pick the one that really excites you the most. That you can say, okay, I'm going to do this strategy consistently for a while until I can make this work. And then you make a plan. Like, how often are you going to do this strategy? What platform and everything else that goes with the strategy? And then start researching different topics, different contents. Create that Word document that I shared with you with the different ideas. Keep it a a living document. And then really schedule time on your calendar where you're really going to sit down and focus on content creation. And then start creating. Commit to your plan. Stick to your plan. And then tweak it as you go along. Okay? So, I hope this episode was helpful. I mean, if you do need help in this whole content creation, not really sure where to start, how to get started, how to make all this work, please feel free to reach out to me, schedule a session. I'll put the link below this uh, below the episode in the show notes. I would love to help you in getting started with creating that content strategy for you where you can really get out there, become noticed, become known, become seen, and really start attracting clients to you. So like I said, if you need help if you or if you would like help, please reach out to me. I would love to help you, okay? But other than that, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. And I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazing, live on a successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just 
get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.